Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. The term audiophile quality has certainly become overused in recent years, so much so that many integrators and consumers aren't even sure what it means today. One audio component that's been snubbed by the high-end aficionados over the years is Class D amplification. When it first came out over a decade ago, admittedly it wasn't really up to snuff, but today Class D is nothing to scoff at. CE Pro editor Jason Knott spoke with Lenbrook's Cus Ostvogel about some of the strides in the category being made by the company's NED Electronics brand in this week's episode. As always, be sure to subscribe to CE Pro's YouTube channel and hit that like button on our videos, or subscribe to the CE Pro podcast on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Hi, Jason Knott with CE Pro, and I am excited to be joined today by Cus Ostvogel the EU brand manager at Lundbrook International. Hi, Cus. Hi, Jason. Uh, thanks for letting me be here. Thanks for joining me today. So we are talking today about audio, high-performance audio, and in particular, amplification. Tell us about the new NAD amplifiers, the C700 Blue-Off streaming amplifier, and the C399 hybrid digital amplifier. Um, okay, to start off with the, the latter one, the C399, um, it's an amplifier we are about to introduce. It's not quite available in the shops yet, but that could be within a matter of weeks that you'll see it. And this is an amplifier um, in the old NAD style, if you like, but behind uh, that front panel, there's quite a bit of technology going on. Um, so this is an amplifier that uses the uh, what NAD call hybrid digital amplification, which is a class D amplifier. And we know that class D has been vilified by many as, as evil work when it comes to sound. And I think it's true that some 10, 15 years ago, class D could sound pretty damn poor, but the strides that have been made uh, in the meantime, and once that is really good, rather than uh, sticking to old conventions, NAD embraced Class D once it became obvious that this is the way forward performance-wise and also environmentally concerns from the point of view that it's 90% efficient. So this uses Encore, um, uh, a really high quality platform uh, with a little bit of our own uh, taste and twist to it. Uh, we'll give you as much as 180 watts a channel and that is NAD watts, so that is both channels at the same time within 20 to 20 kilohertz um, within the rated distortion, which sits at from the top of my head, zero, zero, uh, three or five. Um, so very low distortion. So what it can do under any circumstance. Um, but it's all nice and well. In the end, it's all about uh, what it sounds like. And in those particular cases, I'm inclined to say, don't believe a word I say when I say it sounds great. You just need to try it out for yourself. And please hook up the very best speakers uh, that you can hook up to it because it, it really is an audiophile amplifier in that sense. But none of the prima donna habits that some of these audiophile amplifiers can have. This will drive anything without any issues. Hearing is believing, as they say. So what about the uh, the C700 Blue Oz? Um, uh, C7, and actually, if I can come back to the C399. Sure, absolutely. One important aspect of the C399 is that it also uses um, 
the MDC platform, Modular Design Construction, which allows our amplifiers to be expanded with modules for various purposes. This is a new type of MDC. We call it MDC2, and it allows to do a couple of things that we couldn't do with previous MDC. So at the same time as this amplifier, we will release the MDC2 BlueOS D module, which as the name implies, integrates BlueOS with the amplifier. It becomes a full streaming device. And you also can do direct with the unit, whereby you get, even get the microphone packed uh, with the module. So uh, for room correction, and I think most people agree that direct is one of the better systems in that aspect. And so from a straightforward um, conventional amplifier, you can take it up immediately a uh, couple of notches up with streaming and with room correction, which we think is pretty great and pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember when I first saw the MDC technology, I think it was at a, a CES show years ago and I was just blown away and it was years ago. And so you guys have continued to enable integrators and customers and users to upgrade their systems with that technology, which is fantastic. If you take our AV receivers, you can take an old NAD AV receiver, let's say uh, the T785 receiver that was introduced in 2007. And through MDC, you can update that model still today uh, to be HDMI 2.0, to have BlueOS, to have uh, Wi-Fi, to have Bluetooth, uh, to do direct, uh, to do Dolby uh, Atmos, to do uh, DTSX, uh, whole load of things that we didn't even exist, that, that we, we didn't even know it, uh, would exist when MDC was developed at the time. And so, yeah, we, we stayed loyal to this program and that you can still continue to upgrade, I think is, is a great benefit to all. Yeah, fantastic. Um, was there anything else about the, the uh, C399 you wanted to mention? Um, not in particular, other than that it's such a great nice amplifier. Um, I, I have a picture ready of the back panel with the slot half sticking out, the slot that I just mentioned, um, and that looks more or less like this, uh, all being well you could see it now. Um, so it's uh, pretty plain straightforward and there's still a slot left if you wanted to introduce another MDC2 module, which will come over time. And I'm assuming that's rack mountable for integrators too. Uh, yes and no. Um, there are uh, as a separate item uh, things available whereby you can integrate it indeed in a rack mount. Yes. Okay. Good to know. All right. Let's move on to the uh, the C700 Blue Oz streaming amplifier. Tell us a little okay. bit about that. Well, first off, it's not rack mountable uh, because it's a very compact unit. And uh, with very compact, I, I mean pretty compact. And uh, let me show you a nice picture of what it looks like. Um, and there you go. So um, it's actually in the same type of case as the NAD M10 is, uh, one of our first just add speakers components. And this is also a just add speaker components. So it's an amplifier and it's a full blown streamer, but you can also connect a CD player um, and uh, with an additional uh, phono preamp uh, turntable to it, uh, optical input, coaxial input, and a rather interesting feature. It also has uh, HDMI input socket um, with eARC. Uh, 
So even though it's a stereo component and uh, not so much a surround component, for many people who are perfectly happy with just decent sound out of a TV, uh, not surround with, with uh, five or more speakers, just connect this and you get great sound out of the speakers that you've connected and still your remote control will operate the thing so that, that makes it nice and easy. Um, so sort of unusual, I would think. Um, and in that sense, it's, uh, I, I think it's a, a pretty unit. It's also very straightforward in the way it uh, works and the way it does. It being a BlueOS device, uh, the operating system that it runs on and that is compatible with BlueSound and many other NAD components for multi-room capability. Um, so that, that, that makes it like part of a universe that you can, uh, that you can actually do. Um, it's menu driven and I, I can share uh, that with you if you like. Uh, yeah, let's see that interface. Yeah, okay. So we're going to switch screens here. Um, so as you see it now, it's uh, uh, playing a track. Uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, Jeff Beck. And um, so it, uh, I can easily skip tracks. And if I press and hold this button, it will bring me into the main menu. And from here, I can go into settings. And this is where you can do all sorts of things. So you can, uh, uh, in your player, select your sleep timer. You can uh, adjust the name. Uh, uh, there are tone controls based in travel if you'd like them. Um, there is a subwoofer. Uh, output that you can engage and if you do you can actually also uh, adjust the crossover frequency so this has a proper high pass filter integrated with it as well and um, which particularly for a compact device where people also would like compact speakers but still get the nice big thunderous sound um, are all great things uh, to do so um, that's part of what we think uh, uh, makes this a really uh, nice sort of thing. So it's pretty straightforward in the way it works. And of course, these settings are also available in the uh, BlueOS app. And it makes it for an easy uh, to control and uh, convenient sort of compact unit. Yet it's a compact size. Uh, let me swap back to this here. Um, yeah, the compact size of the C700 doesn't mean it's it's a slouch when it comes to musical performance and um, it's it can pack a punch and uh, uh, what many people do is when it's a little amplifier they'll resort to relatively inexpensive small speakers uh, i don't have any qualms with small speakers but let them be good speakers because this unit really sounds far better than its looks suggests that i would almost call it like a little uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing, if you like. Um, so add that two compact speakers, um, a pretty decent subwoofer, and you get a great, great little system that sounds fantastic and is easy to use. I love the industrial design because, as you said, you know it's not something that somebody wants to hide away. That's something that's that looks nice enough, and the interface is so great that a customer, I think, would be happy to have that sitting out. And then also integrators are looking for that wireless option that they can bring high performance to their customer base versus some of the other entry level solutions that are out there. So Blue Os obviously is, is right in that target range for them. 
Yes, and with BlueWash you can uh, integrate in uh, in many ways. Um, there are modules for um, most of the uh, the the, the uh, CI platforms. Uh, Control for Crestron, RTI, Push, uh, URC, iPort, Elan, Lutron. All of that is there. Uh, and still, you also get uh, little convenience features like uh, an IR input or a 12 volt trigger. Um, and at the same time, it is still good old fashioned IR remote control capable. We don't pack one in the box because it also has a great IR remote learning feature. So if you already have a remote control for your TV and you've got buttons on there that you're not using, you can assign those to do volume and to select source or to select your favorite presets or start your favorite playlist, that sort of thing. Uh, straightforward, convenient, very, very flexible, I would think. So Cus, what do you think is the best way for an integrator to be able to bring these solutions to their customers? Is it really something that they've really got to uh, demo and let, let the customer play with the interface and let the customer hear it and listen to it? Or is there a way to talk about amplification and, and these audio solutions in some other general way? Um, um, no good sound with bad amplification and uh, no good speaker with bad amplification. So it's pretty crucial that all of that is, is downright in order. And that is why I think too often people just look at specifications and sometimes these specifications aren't comparable. I already mentioned the way NAD specifies that we specify under the worst of circumstances, so to speak, rather than the what many other companies do, the downhill wind in the back full throttle method um, with 10% distortion or with uh, uh, into strange impedances or only at one kilohertz, et cetera, et cetera. None of that is what we do. Um, what you see on paper is what you really get in reality and often quite a bit more as well as we tend to be conservative in the way we specify. Now that is specifications and that doesn't tell you all and uh, the proof is in the eating of the pudding and that means really listening to it and that is always the best thing. People have a habit of saying, well, I won't hear that anyway, can't really see the difference and, and I think you can make an analogy with wine. If you've only drunken inexpensive cheap wine or plonk as they call it in the UK, um, uh, that is something like uh, $3 a bottle, you will never appreciate what how great and how nice wine can taste until you move up and start to experience better bottles and better quality of wine. Um, if you're not into wine, then no problem just buy that that three to five dollar bottle but if you indeed uh, taste the difference and enjoy the difference well don't sell yourself short and buy that better bottle of wine and i think the same applies for audio quality and hi-fi as well so from that point of view listen to it and if you can hear how much better you can get how much more you can hear in the music you th thought you knew so well that's great and, you know, it's so funny because so many people talk about how the, the younger generation, the millennials, uh, aren't into music necessarily. But you could make the case that that music is more accessible than ever now. You know, you see people walking around with earbuds in and ear AirPods and they're listening to music more 
than they probably ever have more than you and I had to, where we had to, you know, race home and, and turn on our stereo system at home. So um, they, they, you've already kind of half the battle in that you've gotten a generation that's into music. Now, as you said, you just got to introduce to them that next layer of quality. So I think they've already drunk the wine, as you said. They're already starting to drink the wine. They just got to get to that next level. Uh, indeed. And I think it's an interesting development that you see uh, a company uh, like Tidal that started off with higher resolution audio and not really compressed. Uh, and then, of course, Amazon followed suit. And uh, now we even have... Uh, Spotify, who've made the announcement that they're going to go to at least not so much high res, but normal CD quality rather than the compressed format it is now. And I think you can see that younger people, where they were happy with, with relatively small, inexpensive Bluetooth headsets, are starting to appreciate the quality there as well. Um, so more, better quality headsets with better Bluetooth algorithms, um, all of these sort of things are happening right now. So I think um, that quest for quality is uh, is there and it's going to get bigger. All right. Fantastic. Cus Osvogel from Glenbrook International. Thanks for joining CE Pro today. My pleasure. Thank you.